Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-diet dietitian, trainer, and host Katie, and this is episode 288. Today, we're talking about a very interesting topic, at least very interesting to me, called the window of tolerance. This is a concept that is often used in the field of trauma treatment, but it also can be applied more broadly to understanding stress and emotion regulation in daily life. And what that means to you is that you're just going to have more tools in your toolbox to be a more chill human. And let's be real, couldn't we all use just a little bit of that? Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. What is the window of tolerance? Maybe you've heard of this, especially if you've been in therapy or if you have experienced some type of trauma, but this is actually a concept that I talk about a lot with my clients who are going through nutrition therapy, nutrition coaching, because as you know, as a listener of the show, that food is often tied to so many things, so many experiences, as well as body image. Body image is very much tied into you know how we think mentally, how we feel emotionally, but also just how we feel from a physical standpoint. And so this concept that we're going to talk about today is really important for you to understand how to better regulate stress and your emotion. Window of tolerance refers to the range of emotions and really the arousal levels, if you will, like how excited or revved up that someone gets, or really the arousal levels that a person is able to manage without feeling overwhelmed or dysregulated. What does dysregulated mean? That basically just means this feeling of out of balance, out of control. It might feel like you're feeling very overwhelmed, or maybe you've been in a situation where it's really difficult to control your impulses, or it's very difficult for you to calm down or relax. Some examples are maybe you feel overwhelmed and anxious after a long day of work. You're irritable, you're finding it hard to focus, and when you get home, your default is to pour a drink or binge in the pantry. I was talking to a coworker the other day about how he got in an argument with with another coworker at one of his employees and he said, you know, I kept my calm during the day, but then at the end of the day or during the situation, but then at the end of the day I just I found myself I couldn't stop shaking. And that was a perfect example of he was very overwhelmed, very dysregulated in his physical body. I also was recently in a car accident and I noticed that looking back, thinking back, wow, how very easily triggered I was by stressors in the environment, you know, doing simple things that the rest of that week, like trying to, you know, meal plan or grocery shop or really focus. 
it felt very overwhelming and you know i found myself dissociating more easily so what does that mean to dissociate basically means to kind of separate yourself or zone out and anybody who's been in a car accident maybe you felt just difficulty in kind of regulating your emotions in response to these triggers and really wondering why is it that this particular situation that maybe wasn't difficult prior to the accident or prior to the situation right now, it's really setting me off. Maybe you're dealing with physical health problems or you're taking medications that affect your mood. That can also lead to a narrower window of tolerance. You may find it challenging to regulate your emotions. A more positive side of, you know, a wider window of tolerance would be if you have really good self-care practices. Maybe you have strong coping skills. So you have that wider window of tolerance. An example of this is, you know, I work with a lot of clients who also are in therapy. And so we we talk about how, you know, you might not want to want to see me for nutrition therapy on Monday and then go to your regular therapist on Tuesday. You know, that can just be a lot to process a lot to talk through. You may feel really dysregulated if you have those sessions back to back. But over time, right, as a client gets better coping skills, as, a, as they you know expand that window of tolerance, they may be able to go see their dietitian, maybe go to therapy on the same day, maybe you know go see a friend that day. And so they can handle or they have a greater bandwidth. How can it be helpful to stay in my window of tolerance? Why do I care? Why do I want to figure out what that window is and stay within it? And the main reason is it helps us to maintain, number one, our emotional, but also our physical well-being. Going outside of it can lead to negative consequences, such as that increased stress, difficulty with problem solving. And as we know, chronic stress, right? Stress over time that you maybe don't notice it in the moment, but if you really take a step back and kind of assess, that can lead to a range of health problems, including risk of heart disease, hypertension, depression, You know, just not feeling like you want to move or really take care of yourself. Having healthy coping mechanisms and being able to regulate emotions effectively can help us to mitigate these negative impacts of stress and improve our overall well-being. Knowing your window of tolerance is going to help you to more effectively navigate daily challenges, relationships, situations that may be considered stressful for you. And being able to recognize and manage your emotions can improve communication, conflict resolution skills, which, you know, if you can talk to your partner or your coworker better, wouldn't we all just be better off, right? We would have more satisfying, we'd have more fulfilling not just personal, but professional relationships as well. So what things influence the window of tolerance? Number one, genetics. You know, some people, they're just more resilient because it's how they were born. It's how they are hardwired. You know, think of your friend who is just, they're just chill. They are cool as a cucumber. Doesn't matter what, they're just laid back. You know, I think of my family, my Hake family compared to my married family. And we're just genetically to our core differently. My family is much more laid back. They're not planners. Whereas my in-laws, 
they're on it. They're planners. They, you know, think ahead for a lot of different things. And so, you know, there's probably a difference from a genetic standpoint in our window of tolerance as a family, as a whole. Our past experiences really have a major impact on the window of tolerance. If you've experienced trauma or other negative life experiences, that can really narrow your window of tolerance. We personally have been going through a lot just from an experience standpoint in my family, multiple car accidents, uh, you know, issues with the house. And again, that trauma, we're not going to talk too much about trauma today, but that can look really different for everybody. And we can experience trauma in a number of situations. You know, you can experience trauma by witnessing something, by hearing something, by actually going through a life experience. And we all process it differently. When it comes to your relationship with food or your body, you know, for someone who has experienced weight stigma or fat bias, or, you know, maybe they've been emotionally abused or verbally abused when it comes to their body, when it comes to food, that may make exercise, right? You may have a smaller window of tolerance when it comes to exercise because of the experience that you've had in your body. Current life stressors can also influence that window of tolerance. Ongoing stressors such as work, such as relationships, financial difficulties, but then of course, physical and mental health. If you experience a lot of anxiety or depression, that can narrow that window as well. So how can I actually expand my window of tolerance? I understand it. I get it. I want to have that greater window, that greater bandwidth to just handle more of the stuff, more of the things that life throws at me. Today, I want to give you five tips, five takeaways, five areas that you can really focus on to expand that window of tolerance. Now, do me a favor. I'm going to give you this list of five but I want to see if you can commit to just one. Just this week, pick one that you're going to be more aware of, you're going to be more intentional about, and pay attention to see how this impacts that window of tolerance for you. The first is mindfulness. As you know, as a listener, we can't change what we don't know, what we're not aware of. So that mindfulness can look like a variety of you know areas. So I want you to pick what's one area based on what we talked about, that you want to be more mindful of. Maybe it is mindful eating. Maybe it is, you know, just being more mindful of your feelings, of your physical body, of the thoughts in your head. Mindfulness. You can go wild number different directions. You pick. The second way you can expand that window of tolerance is by self-care. Again, we could go a million different directions here, but I want you to pick just one. Right now, in this moment, in this season of life that you're in, what does self-care look like for you? For me right now, I am six months pregnant and self-care looks like um, I need to wash my face tonight before going to bed because at the end of the day, I just want to put on my pajamas at five o'clock at night. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Five o'clock at night and I'm going to go to bed. But I know self-care, I know body respect, taking care of my skin is going to make me feel better long-term is washing my face, right? It can be so simple as that. Washing my face, brushing my teeth. Maybe it's flossing. Like maybe you haven't been flossing in a while, no judgment. But what does that self-care look like to you? And pick, pick one 
and notice, see if you can find that correlation of how it expands your window of tolerance. The third area is sleep. Now, I know this sounds like a no-brainer, but really think about how much of an impact sleep impacts you. Think about when you don't get enough sleep. What happens, right? Maybe you're a lot more irritable. You're short-fused. You know, you can't focus. And so be intentional. If I increase maybe not even the hours of sleep, but what can I do to maybe improve the quality of my sleep this week and see how that impacts? Maybe that means cutting back caffeine after a certain time of day or experimenting with that or just cutting back on caffeine in general or, you know, shutting down your phone at a certain time, reading a book, so many different options there. We've done many episodes on sleep. So just scroll on through and pick one to see if you can get some more ideas. The fourth area to expand your window of tolerance is by creating or identifying better or just more coping skills. You can do this through the work with a therapist, you know, work with a registered dietitian. I know my clients and I do a lot of work on coping skills when it comes to dealing with food or when it comes to, you know, identifying emotions. There's so many different ways that you can cope. Maybe right now at the time of, that you're listening to this, maybe food has just been a major coping skill for you. And that's okay. There's no shame in that. That's, that's normal. You're human, but just you know, no judgment here. What can I do? What are other tools maybe I've done in the past that I forgot about or just something else that I can explore this week and see how that makes me feel. And then lastly, seeking support from others. When we talk about this window of tolerance, is there maybe you're feeling, you know, that more narrow window because you're bottling things up, because you're focusing on within and you're not leaning on the friends, family, you know, people in your circle who can really lift you up. If you need support from others, hey, girlfriend, guy friend, you are always welcome in our corner of the internet. We are happy to be that, you know, shoulder free to lean on to get tips, support, and help guide you in the right direction. Overall, remember the window of tolerance, your window of tolerance, it's not fixed, it can change over time. So pay attention to your own window of tolerance this week and use the strategies that we talked about today to help expand it. Tag us on Instagram at Fit Friends Happy Hour or my personal page at KT Hake and let us know what you think. Can't wait to hear how this impacts the rest of your week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.